What's up, everyone? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. In today's show, I'm talking about protein. I'm talking about how maybe you can eat less protein and have the same results that you're already having or even better. If you're uh, a fan of the show, if you're a big fan of Fitness, Food, and Freedom, be sure you leave a review on iTunes and be sure you subscribe to the podcast. Those two things will really help the podcast grow and really help me stay motivated as a podcast host. Let's get down to today's show, though. On Friday, October 27, 2017, my episode on protein, eating less protein for building muscle and losing fat for the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's going on, everyone? It's Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. Friday is where I can talk about diet, nutrition, and food. Some things I really like. I really like some things I really care about. Uh, today, I'm talking about protein, and this is kind of an interesting experiment I've been doing. I kind of wanted to fill you guys in on this. I wanted to clear the air a little bit on some little details. I talked about focusing on the macro things on Wednesday, and today. I'm going to try to clear up one of these little things. You don't have to worry about it. You can just focus on your macro goals and your macro things that matter, your big things that actually make a difference, and I'll help you guys out on the small things. And today is I'm talking about a small thing. I'm talking about how much protein are you eating? And this is something that is exploding right now, right? This whole high-protein phase, this whole craze, right? This whole movement of high protein, protein powders, protein bars, protein candy, protein water, protein, everything. Everything's high protein. Everything's boosted in protein because it's the only macronutrient that hasn't been demonized, right? Uh, Back 20, 30 years ago, fat was demonized saying, you know, you should stay away from things like eggs, meat, uh, things with high fat, you know, oils. And now fat is in the good graces again with us, right? Now it's carbs. People are saying stay away from carbs. Don't eat breads. Don't eat pastas. Don't eat other grains. And, you know, focus on those fats and getting a high fat, high protein diet. Protein is the only macronutrient that really hasn't been slammed yet. Um, And I'm not here to slam protein because I think, you know, it's definitely necessary and it definitely has a big effect on you and your goals and your strength and your physique. However, it's something that people have a misconception about because it's very overconsumed based on that it hasn't been demonized yet. I mean, the common advice that I have given, the common advice that's, you know, given from trainers and in books is somewhere around a gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you're going to be eating 200 grams of protein, right? And that's a lot. That's a lot. And this is advice that I've been given just because it's an easy number to figure out. And that's one of the main things why I like this number is one gram of protein per pound of body weight. You know how much you weigh, and that's easy to make sure you're eating enough protein that way. Now, in this this time lately, 
I've been kind of focusing on trying to lower that number that maybe we don't have to eat one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Maybe it's not as necessary as we once thought. And there's a book called, um, I think it's called The Truth About Protein by Brad Pilon. I think that's the book. Um, And that one, it really goes into how we don't really need as much protein as we think we do. It's important, yes, and they are the building blocks of muscle in the basic terms, but it's not necessary that we overconsume, which is how it's been going lately. Now, one gram per pound of body weight isn't what I would consider overconsuming. I think that's a very healthy number to eat. And I mean, what's unhealthy is the numbers that are way upwards of that in bodybuilding, powerlifting, and competitors. You're talking about two, three grams per pound of body weight. You're talking hundreds of grams of protein per day. For a 200-pound bodybuilder, you're talking, you know, three, 400 grams of protein a day, and that is a ton of meat, right? It's a ton. And it's just really overconsumed in our world, and it's really overconsumed in the fitness industry, the bars, the shakes, the powders, it's all marketing, right? It's all just these products are pushing that idea that you need protein all the time, that you have to eat protein every few hours or you're wasted away. Actually, let's just get into some misconceptions about protein, right? Three different things that came to mind with me when I was coming up with this show today about misconceptions people have about protein right now, especially in bodybuilding and fitness. And first one of those is that you have to eat protein every few hours or you're waste away, right? I'll get into how my experimentation has showed the opposite of that. Uh, But that's just simply not true. There's, you know, the saying is you have to have this many grams of protein every so many hours, you know, you fill in the numbers, whatever the source is that you're reading. But, you know, people will say to have protein all the time. And that's where the shakes, that's where the bars, that's where all those products come into play because they're much more convenient than making chicken or making egg whites, right? And I mean, it's the marketing that's pushing that that uh, advice is that, you know, if these supplement companies that make the bars and make the protein powders push the idea that you need protein, you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon when you're at work, you're more likely to buy the powder and buy the bars, right? It's smart and it's also not true. So it's not the way it works. You're not going to waste away without having protein every few hours. What matters is the total food amount that you basically average out, right? And it's not even on a day-to-day basis. Although in the fitness industry, we break it down on a day-to-day basis because it's easier. But I mean, if you even if you break it down there, it doesn't really matter. You could eat all of your calories at night and you'd be fine. You could eat all of your calories in the morning and you'd be fine. You could space them out through three meals, five meals. It doesn't really matter. Yes, you will experience some slight micro like performance boosts in your workouts by you know focusing on that nutrition around your workout. You're going to experience maybe a teeny sliver more muscle gain if you consume your protein after your workout or if you keep yourself, you know, protein fed. However, the results are so small that stressing about it, it really isn't worth it to me. And really, you should choose the most sustainable route as far as how many times you're eating to get to those numbers you have to hit, right? The second misconception is that excess protein can't make you fat. That's actually something a lot of people believe is that, you know, if they eat too much fat, they eat too much oil, they eat too much greasy food, um, or maybe they eat too many carbs, too much pasta, rice, bread. Those different things are what's making you fat, right? Oh, I'm gaining weight. It must be the bread I'm eating. 
oh, I'm gaining weight, I should cut back on the pasta. When in reality, it's just the calories, right? You're just eating more than you're burning. And protein isn't some magic food that will not make you fat. Now, the scientific way to think about this is going to be that maybe protein won't directly turn into fat. But, you know, if you're eating too many calories, and a lot of those are coming from protein, doesn't matter where they come from, but if you're eating way too many calories because you're eating 400 grams of protein uh, and then your carbs and fats, it's more likely that everything else will turn into fat, right? So it's just this excess number of calories is going to cause the fat gain, and protein can for sure be a part of that. So it's not true that too much protein can't make you fat. It can. The third misconception that I thought of is uh, that protein is what's going to pack on your muscle, right? It's right there on the protein powder jug. It says, you know, gain this much muscle in four weeks using this product or something. Now, I mean, technically, true, right? If you weren't eating protein at all and you threw in protein into your diet, you probably will gain muscle if you're training because you're going to be building it faster with protein. However, more and more and more protein isn't going to pack on muscle. You will need to train hard. You'll need to train smart. You're going to need to get stronger. You're going to need to overload the body, right? You need to go through that process, and you need the fats and carbs as well. And protein, although it helps, it's not going to pack on your muscle by itself. It's not magic to putting on muscle. It's just the building to repair what you damage in your training. And that's that. So like I said, I've been experimenting with 100 grams of protein. I've been experimenting with less protein, and the number is 100 grams. Now, I weigh about 180 pounds right now, and uh, you know I've always kind of ate what I usually suggest to clients, which is one gram per pound of body weight. I think that's a good starting spot. I think that's a spot that a lot of people can eat, but sometimes it felt like too much protein to me. And I mean, I've been tracking food for a long time. I'm paying attention to how much protein I've been eating for a long time. And I mean, over time, it kind of seems like a lot of protein day in, day out. I noticed this especially traveling and, you know, visiting different people. Maybe you're visiting family, maybe you're visiting friends, maybe you're traveling on the road. It's like, man, you know, I, it's just really hard without bars and shakes and all this stuff to get to that 180 grams of protein. That last 100 grams is just a struggle to get in. And if you've tracked your food and you've consumed high protein for a while, you probably know what I'm saying, is that it's not necessarily easy to get to that number and thus makes it not sustainable, right? Um, I think, at least with the way I am, if I'm not able to hit my numbers right, sometimes I'll just go off the deep end, right? And you just start over consuming because you're like, well, I'm not getting my numbers right anyways. So the sustainability factor is huge, and it's definitely something that needs to be talked about. So if you're, you know, if I'm eating 180 grams of protein, but I can't sustain that for very long, is that necessarily better than eating maybe a little bit less protein? Maybe not quite the optimal number, but it's such a micro difference that you hardly tell the difference. Well, lately I've been experimenting with only 100 grams of protein. So weighing 180, eating 100 grams, that's almost just you know 0.5 times my body weight in protein. And after a while of experimenting with 100 grams, I figured out I needed a little bit more than that. And I just usually ate a little bit more than that anyways. I was usually above that 100 gram number, more about 120 to 140 for grams. And 
that's more around like the 0.7 to 0.8 times my body weight. So some things I've really noticed from eating less protein is number one, that I enjoy eating this way, right? It's, it's, it's easy. It's sustainable. It's not hard at all. And it's very enjoyable. You can eat better in social situations. You can not have to stress about, you know, getting your protein in because it's easy to eat 50, 60 grams in a meal for me. And, you know, then you're almost there. So I'm not eating as many protein bars, not eating as much protein powder. And because of that, uh, I think digestion's getting a little bit better for me. It's definitely making a difference in how full I am because I'm eating more whole foods, better foods for me, my energy's up, and I'm eating more foods I like, right? Because more carbs, more fats are going to fill in those calories where you're taking out the protein, which means I can eat more of some of the stuff that I really like and that I crave, which makes the eating plan more sustainable. And that's really what it comes down to, right? For results in the gym, I haven't seen any kind of loss in strength or muscle, definitely not wasting away. In fact, I'm building on those different areas at the same rate as when it was 180 grams. That difference of like 60 grams from 120 to 180, it's not making one bit of difference to take that out. I can't hardly even notice a difference in the gym as far as missing those grams. And this has been an interesting experiment. I haven't been doing it for very long, so I'm going to keep going and see kind of how this works. But I really have enjoyed eating less of the protein and being able to focus on other things. And I think a lot of times we just kind of blow up the number that we need. Right? We're trying to be better safe than sorry about it, but I think really we can back off on that number. One gram per pound of body weight is not on the extreme side, but I've been experimenting with more like 0.8, 0.7, even 0.6 grams and seeing the same results. So if you're someone that eats a lot of protein, there's some benefits for you of eating less protein. Now, before I get into these, keep in mind that you should be tracking your food or at least have gone through a phase where you track your food and you should know how much protein you eat, right? And for some people, you're not going to be eating enough protein, I'm guessing. If you haven't tracked your food, I recommend you do that. That's step one. And if you do track your food, you know, you're either on, you're either in three camps, right? You're eating the right amount of protein, too much or too little. And if you are in the too little category, this episode doesn't really apply to you because you shouldn't be eating less protein. You should maybe be eating a little bit more. If you're only eating 50 grams of protein a day, you do need protein. It is necessary. It is something that's going to help you in your goals. Uh, but if you're someone that eats maybe what you think is the right amount based on stuff you've read or heard, or maybe you even think, you know, eat too much protein after hearing what I've been saying, uh, there's some benefits to eating less of it for these people. And number one is your wallet is going to be much nicer because you're not going to have to buy so much meat, so much protein powder, so many bars, right? You still will consume these things because they're good foods. They're good for you. Like the protein grams are good for you, right? And eating meat and chicken and things like that is going to be a good food to implement for your goals, a good way to get the protein you need in. However, you're just going to eat less of it, right? Which is going to mean more money saved, basically. You're also going to be able to eat more foods you love, like I talked about. If you like that, you know, you like that ice cream at the end of the day, even. If you like something like that, a treat, it's going to be easier to fit that in if you have those 
carb grams and those fat grams to play with than if you have to eat protein during that time. Now, let me just throw in a little something for you to consider that if you tend to binge on these things, if you have those fat and carb grams, maybe it is better you have higher protein because that'll keep you more on your diet, right? It's just something to think about how your body is and how your mental state with food is. But if you have a good relationship with food and you know you don't binge, you don't go crazy, um, it's going to be nice to have those grams to play with and be able to eat more of the foods that you really like. Number three is better digestion. I mentioned this a little bit, but your stomach's going to be way happier. Your gut's going to be way happier. Not having to go through the digestion of all those bars and powders. Um, even the excess protein, if you've ever eaten a meal with a ton of protein, you know that a lot of times you just do not feel great afterwards, right? You feel like it's a thousand pounds in your stomach. And, you know, and the stuff with more fiber is going to digest really well. So this is going to enable you to eat more fiber, maybe more fat and more carbs, which are just going to digest faster and easier. You're going to feel better and have more energy because of this. Out of all of these different reasons, though, my biggest benefit to eating less protein if you currently eat too much or even what I usually recommend at a gram per pound is that sustainability, which I talk about all the time. It's easier to sustain less protein in your diet while you're traveling, if you're not tracking at the time, if you're on vacation, it's easy to get in, you know, 100 grams of protein because, you know, you're still making good choices with whole foods. You're choosing, you know, good meats, vegetables, legumes, carbs, the fiber, all these different things. So you're getting those grams, but you don't have to get as huge of an amount, which makes it easier to sustain. And that is everything. So my advice to you guys, the listeners, is I would take your body weight, plug it into a calculator, and start with 0.80 times your body weight. They say that the optimal amount basically to start with is 0.82 to 0.88, somewhere in there, times your body weight. And I would start with just 0.80, just going to be on the lower side of the spectrum here. And then from there, you eat that way for a little bit. And then you start just adjusting based on your feeling, your performance in the gym, how sustainable that is for you, and just your preferences, right? So you want to make sure you're gaining strength, make sure you're putting on muscle, make sure you aren't binging on other things, and then start working on those preferences. So you can raise it, go up as high as a gram per pound of body weight, or even a little above that, or you can try lower like I'm doing and just see where that drop off occurs or you feel like you're not building muscle the same. It's worth experimenting with and that's really what I recommend for you. Now I do have some things to touch on. I mean, the calories I really want to talk about and I think if you didn't hear my new food pyramid episode, go search for that one. It's called the new food pyramid on my podcast page. Uh, but that one is huge because it really talks about what's important in what order, right? And keep that in mind as you go through this process that you might start freaking out a little bit. If you're used to eating 200 grams of protein and you drop down to 120, you might feel like you're not going to gain muscle. You're not going to feel like, you know, you're going to feel like you can't lose fat. However, the things that matter in this order are calories, number one, or your total food amount. That's the most important thing. Then the food choice probably like what kind of foods are you eating? Are you eating whole foods, food that give you energy, foods that give you nutrients? Then the breakdown. So what's the split of these foods? Are you eating the right amount of fat, carbs, protein? That's like third 
or tied with second on the list of things that matter. So if you're losing energy, make sure you're eating enough calories, make sure you're choosing good foods, and then I bet that problem will be gone. But if it isn't, then you can focus on the protein. But don't go straight to protein thinking that's what's causing the issue. If you're starting to back off on it, make sure your calories are right, make sure your food choices are right, and Really, guys, focus on the basics, right? Just like I talked about on Wednesday. Focus on the big, big things that make the biggest difference. If you put all of your effort in on those, you're going to see so many results. If you eat sustainably, eat something you can stick with forever. If you eat the right amount of food, you eat good foods, and you train hard, you're not going to have to worry about much, right? You're going to be working hard. You're going to be eating foods that are good for your body. You're going to be eating the right amount of these foods. And you'll be eating in a way that's sustainable to you as a you know as an individual. And it's going to be different for everybody. It's something that takes a lot of experimentation. And it's something that I really recommend you try. If you commonly eat a lot of protein, maybe try lowering a little bit. If you don't eat enough, try raising a little bit. Start playing with that protein number and don't be afraid to flex it a little bit. Don't be afraid to drop it low or spike it high, even go a day or so once in a while with very, very low protein just to see how it affects you and if it affects you at all. If you guys want my recommendations on how much of each macro you should be eating, carbs, fat, protein, fiber, and you want to learn how to break down your own calories and your own macronutrients so you can make your own diet plan and start experimenting with it, And so you can learn about each macronutrient and what they do in the body so you can be aware, go to triplefpodcast.com slash products. And there, there's a macro guide and you can check out that. If you check out that guide, you can purchase it and then learn how to do all these different things. That's on my products page that's linked in the description of this show. The word triple, the letter F, the word podcast.com slash products. Foodie Friday. Thanks for joining me, guys, on another Foodie Friday. Thank you for supporting the show by leaving a review and subscribing. I'm looking forward to hearing your guys' results from eating a little less protein or more, depending where you need to. Uh, but, you know, it's possible on lower protein. It's something I've been experimenting with. I'll try to keep you guys updated on how I'm reacting, how my body's reacting to this lower amount of protein. But for now, that's all I have to say for today. Have a great weekend, everybody, and have a great close out of October. Don't eat too, don't eat too much Halloween candy and uh, stay safe everybody this weekend. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness Food and Freedom podcast and see you guys on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.